Hey there, welcome to Soul Talk. I'm excited to be here today to talk about time stewardship and answering or discussing the question, is this yes for God's glory? You see, I have had to wrestle with this question myself. I know what it's like to live the crazy life. I grew up in a home with a family that are full of stewards. My parents are the kind of people that will do anything for you. They will overextend themselves to help their children, to help people in the church. They just love to serve. That's who they are. Along with that, I had the privilege of going to church, getting to know Jesus Christ as my Savior at a young age. But what was missing is my understanding of my identity, my worth in Christ. And so I became a doer. And not only that, I'm married to a pastor. I also love serving in the church. There's endless opportunities. And I also have five children. These five children were born to me within six and a half years. So you do the math. They came very close together. And so I know what it's like to have sleepless nights and full days. And so many times I was feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. I was trying to do, do, do. I was trying to gain approval from, from those who were watching me. I had a standard to meet. And so I know what it's like to live the crazy life. I wasn't always in the best place for myself, for my husband, for my children, because I was trying to do too much because I wanted them to approve me, but that did not lead to a place of calm and rest. And so I've had to learn, I've had to learn uh, to ask the question, is this yes for God's glory? And I've had to learn to say no. It's okay to say no just because there's a need doesn't mean that I personally have been called to fill it, even if I care about that situation. And so today we're going to talk about this. The life question that so many of us have, and that is, how can I manage my time so that I'm not wasting it with nothingness, but at the same time, I'm not overwhelming myself with busyness? You see, if we're not uh, satisfied in life, we will have a craving and we're going to strive to meet that need one way or another. And that often caused to a busy life because we're just busy doing this and doing that, trying to meet that need in our lives. And so for the purpose of this talk, I just want to clarify when I use the word busy, I'm using it in the sense of it causing imbalance in your life. This imbalance causes stress and feelings of overwhelmingness and just the, the feeling that I don't have enough time in my life to accomplish everything that I need to do. That is not a good busy. At the same time, I do want to affirm that God has called us to be stewards and stewards are hardworking people. Hard work is honoring to the Lord, but that's different than being busy. Busy is more of a heart condition. And so the next time that you commit to something, please ask yourself, is this yes for God's glory? You see, the big idea, the central idea of this talk comes from Proverbs 13 verse, 13 verse 4, which says, the soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, 
while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. You see, a lazy person, a sluggard, they want lots of things, but they're not getting what they want. And so they're craving for more and more and more, while the person who is diligent, someone who's thoughtful, who's hardworking, who is intentional with their time, they actually are richly supplied. I mean, they're satisfied. They don't have those cravings. Their cravings are met. And so I just want to remind us that uh, the central point is the, that the cravings of our soul will be satisfied if we steward our time for God's glory. A steward is someone who neither wastes her time with nothingness nor overwhelms herself with busyness. And so I want to share with you five things that I've learned about being a steward so that I can steward my time for God's glory. First one is a steward knows and worships her God. You see, I have to know that God is holy and awesome and powerful and loving. I have to know that he is my savior and that he is worthy of my worship and he is worthy of my obedience. And as I understand this, I will submit myself to his ways and fulfill the duties that he's called me to, not just selflessly seeking to meet some internal craving within my heart. Isaiah 6 verse 3 is one of my favorite passages of the scripture because it reminds me of the greatness of our God and it helps take my eyes off of self and onto him and I'm overwhelmed. It says, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. The full earth is full of his glory. That's overwhelming to me. And that helps me to be in awe of him once again, rather than just consumed with trying to meet some internal need inside of myself. Secondly, a steward knows her identity. She knows that her worth does not come from her performance or her, her approval from other people, but her worth comes from the Lord. And she has a right view of herself. It's not an inflated view, but it's also not a deflated view. It's a view that she has humbly before the Lord, knowing that she is worthy because Christ has made her worthy. Um, I know because I've been there, Christians do tend to many times find their worth in something other than Christ. It's because we've taken our eyes off of our identity that comes only from him. And um, this can feel make us feel very empty. I actually read a, a quote that says, feeling the need to be busy all the time is a trauma response and fear-based distraction from what you'd be forced to acknowledge and feel if you slowed down. Are you busy because you're trying to avoid the truth? You're not wanting to face the facts and so you're running. What are you running from? I had to ask myself that in order to find a place where I could steward my time for God's glory. I was a people pleaser and I needed to overcome that and become a God pleaser. And maybe that's not you, but are you fearing criticism? Are you needing approval? What are you really trying to meet by being so busy? We always have to come back to the fact that our identity is not in what we do, but it's in Jesus Christ. As a steward, I also have to accept my womanhood. I am created different than men. I shouldn't try to compete my, with men or try to compare myself to men. 
I'm different, I'm unique, and that's a good thing. God has created me to be a helper. He's created me to be a life giver. And I'm absolutely still created to be strong and industrious. I'm created to be a woman who fears the Lord. God has given me great intellect. And so no way should we ever allow ourselves to be manipulated and, and told, but you're just a woman. You don't have the same intelligence as men. You don't have um, the same capacity capacity to fear the Lord or to be um, uh, worthy of the Lord. No, that has no place. We are equally worthy, but we're different and that's okay. Don't try to be somebody that you aren't. Secondly, or fourthly, I should say, stewards repent of their sin. Many times we walk around exhausted because we're actually carrying a burden of guilt. Guilt is heavy and it will exhaust us. And so we need to recognize that sin has affected every part of our lives, our beauty, our worth, our purpose. And we can't fix that. Only Jesus can. The right response is not to try and earn our goodness or our approval, but to rest in the fact that the blood of Jesus Christ has already accomplished that. That lifts an incredible weight. And so we need to strive to understand what is really driving this need to be so busy. And then we need to repent of that because many times we're trying to um, be too busy because there's some sort of an idol in our life, something that we worship more than we worship God. And we believe that if we can just get that, we'll be satisfied, but it's always going to disappoint us. Um, Matthew 11, 18, or 11, 28 says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Repent, confess your sins, and he will make you clean, as we find in 1 John 1, 9. Stewards also, number five, align their purpose and their priorities. And so we have to ask ourselves, does my purpose align with God. God's God's purpose is always to bring glory to himself. Is that my purpose? Is my purpose, do I really seek to give God glory and bring him glory every day in everything that I do? I have to confess many times it doesn't. It's, it's to bring glory to myself and I have to confess that and realign it to bring glory to God. And then secondly, are my priorities aligning with God's priorities? Or is it more important for me to earn money, to earn status, to um, get some sort of um, recognition? Is my priority self-protection? All these things take us away from focusing on what God has prioritized for our life. And so we need to realign those. I like to think of, of the phrase, purpose before productivity. Yes, we want to be protect, productive, but only if it's rooted in being purposeful for Jesus Christ. Uh, another quote I've uh, heard is, if you don't have time for things that matter, stop doing the things that don't. You see, so many times we actually fill our time with so much stuff that isn't really that important. And then we wonder, why don't I have time to spend time with my kids? Or why don't I have time to spend in God's word? Why don't I have time to pray? Why don't I have time to, to serve the Lord at church? It's because it's filled with so much other stuff that I don't actually have time for the things that really matter. Get rid of the stuff that doesn't. And so I've uh, made up a little acrostic using the word mission. And this acrostic it is filled with some practical tips that you can use to help 
Eliminate busy from your life so that you can stay on mission for God's glory. And so first of all, mission. So the M, it stands for make a clear distinction between work, home, and ministry. And that means be present in the moment. When you're at home, be present with your family, with your children, and with what you need to accomplish there instead of being distracted by distracted by either ministry or work. And I know there has to be some overlap, but as much as possible, be present with what you're doing at that moment. Secondly, the I stands for identify your life in Christ. And I've already talked about that a lot. Our identity is in Christ. We can never find it in what we accomplish. Secondly, the S stands for seek to understand the root of your need to be busy or lazy and then destroy that idol. Whatever it is, destroy it and replace it with worship for God. The second S stands for set aside daily time with the Lord to pray and to study and to confess and to enjoy his presence and to worship him. Um, we need that. That's a priority. The I, the second I, stands for it's okay to have fun. Sometimes we just need to lighten up and have a good time, have a good laugh. And it's okay to do that. We have to permit ourselves to have fun. The O stands for only use the word busy if you're using it to confess your sin or to genuinely ask for help. Otherwise, eliminate that word from your vocabulary. I actually did that in 2019 and it made a big difference. I made a deliberate attempt not to use the word busy and it made a difference. I didn't feel that busy stress. Lastly, the N stands for nurture. Nurture life-giving relationships. They will fill you and encourage you and then make sure you're priorities are aligned with God's. So overall, I just want to encourage you. You have been called to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. Ephesians 5, 15 to 17 says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So have an amazing week. Don't be a crazy person. Let your yes be for God's glory.